But walking around, I was depressed as fuck. I started a random ass conversation with this girl on the train. She she made me happy as fuck. And I was I made I was, her happy too. Maybe or maybe I brought her down. I was thinking maybe <laughs> I actually we kind of evened each other out. I stole some of her positivity. She stole some of my negativity. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Carly Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic and clown. Together we host this podcast called Sex Talk with my mom, where we talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about with your parents. Today's episode's a nice and juicy one. I was kind of in a shitty mood while we were taping this, so we end up talking about what it, what to do if you got negative energy flowing through you and how that hampers your ability to find and attract a mate. And I think that all of you guys, at one point or another, can relate to this. I don't think there's anybody that gets up in the morning every single day and they got a bright, sunny you know, disposition. So Even it's you? Good. Even me. I, a lot of times, I'll wake, I'll wake up in a funk. Not a lot of times. Sometimes. So we get into... What happens? How do you avoid being in a funk? Should you go out if you're in a funk? Why is it even important to consider these things? And we give you some really good advice and tips. I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with how this uh, episode turned out, and I'm very excited for everybody to hear it. So, without further ado, here we go. I guess we could start off with a quick little check-in. Quick little check-in, because it seems like you're very tired I, you know, I found, I was literally looking in the mirror yesterday and, and, and I, I think I have these permanent eye bags. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I think you do. What the fuck is that? That has been there for years. I started researching. How do you get eye bags? It might be when you're not sleeping and you're researching why you have eye bags that, that you now that, have eye bags. That, but that was in the middle of the day when I was having eye bags. I have eye bags all hours of the day. It, to be honest, this is something I wouldn't want to look at myself. You're cute. Don't worry. No, I look at myself. And I say, wow, this is, this is a tired man. Are you thinking of putting any like eye cream on? No, I'm not looking to put a eye cover cream up. On. No, I'm not going to put cover up on mother. I have a great cover up for that. Oh, gee. Of course you do. <laughs> well, you know well, what? I, I once talked to a plastic surgeon recently, actually. You met him. Yeah. Yes, Dr. Julius Few, he's awesome. And I said to him, I have to do something about my neck. He's like, you know what? You're only focusing on your flaws. Don't focus on your flaws. Your neck is fine. It, it's like we're all zeroed in on what our own, uh, you know, warts and flaws and I was thinking, are. You know, I was actually thinking about this yesterday as well because I was looking in the mirror again. And I was viewing, you know, I was wounded in <laughs> this this clown community. Wounded mentally? No, physically. I was dragged on stage, and I now have this massive scar on my back. You want to see this oh, shit? Have you, have you seen this? I saw a lot of... This is a disgusting. Do of... you see this? Yeah. It's not going away. It looks sort of like a like a, a birthmark of some sort. I know. I, it, it looks like a bad pigmentation, two little spots like a dog. Who did that to you? I'll I, fuck those people up. Well, okay, so that makes me feel much better and less insecure about it. <laughs> That you feel like you have to fuck someone up because they, no. they wounded my back. <laughs> no, this, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say, though, that unless you walk around backwards, no one's really going to see that. What do you walk around backwards? You don't think I'm ever going to be naked with someone who's going to notice? Or even just at a, at a pool or something where I take my shirt off. I'm constantly just, looking at people's backs. Just keep your shirt on. 
No, I'm just kidding. You can't really. It it looks like someone like you had a, like some sort of a, a growth removed. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna go away? Yes. You think so? But I would. <laughs> if you're gonna be without a without a shirt. Put sunscreen on it because that can get. Once you have like a sore like that, it gets darker pigmented when you are out in the sun. So I'm just gonna keep a shirt on for the rest of my life. <laughs> I think that's the answer. No, no, I I think this is this is actually an interesting discussion actually. That what guys are How not supposed get, to be vain, and you are. That's a very interesting way to take this conversation. I wasn't I, thinking about I that. Actually, I have no problem saying that I am very vain. I take a lot of pride in my looks, and I would be very concerned if all of a sudden some asshole dragged me across the stage, and now I have two wounds on my back that don't seem to be healing in as, as timely a fashion as you would have liked. Here's here's what I'm thinking. Actually, I'm thinking that. In a lot of ways, so so I'm I, I'm working as a host right now in a, in a restaurant. cool swankish place. By and, the way, that is cool. And I've I've noticed that really, I know this is very woo woo, but I think that the attractiveness of someone has a lot less to do with their physical appearance than it does their like energetic appearance. If you know, hundred percent agree. Right. I I actually talked about that today on my live uh, my live YouTube. Is Absolutely. that a little plug for the Karen Lee Potter show? If you haven't checked it, it out. It is, but th- more importantly, this guy said that he looked like J.J. Um, Walker on The Good Times or something like that, and he thinks that's why he's not getting laid and, and not getting women. I said, hey, you got a really funny personality like J.J. Walker. I don't even know if it, is his name J.J. Walker because I don't, I don't, I don't, even I don't know what The Good it. Times are. All right, whatever. It was a show back in the probably 80s or something. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't watch the show, but the point is that I said to him, it's all about the personality because after when all is said and done, the sex is meaningless unless you can have a good conversation afterwards anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think that there's a lot of attraction if the person – there's there's this whole energetic bullshit that's going on here that no one's acknowledging. I acknowledge it. I 100% think it's a whole aura that comes off of people in general. And I've talked about it many times here. So how do you fix that aura? Right now, I'm going to tell you my aura. Is that like a... All-time negative? It's it's a a dark, dark, deep blue ocean that wants you, makes you, it repel, it's very repulsive at this point. (laughs) Are you repelling people? I'm repelling. I'm telling you. I'd be surprised if people aren't turning this off right now, just listening to me in this aura. (laughs) Ah, come on. Seriously? Yeah, You're, seriously. I feel, you, I, because I haven't the... slept. I, I, I have a com- fucked up sleep schedule with this job. And so I get this bad or I get a bad stank about me. You smell too? I I, I meant to wear oh. the aura, but I actually don't smell great either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, first thing, we could do something about that. Like, have you thought about taking a shower? Shower. Why do my t- my towels always smell like shit as well? Oh, that must be that you're not getting a good drying cycle going. Oh, God. Anyway, let's. All right, let's keep all going. Right. Let's, let's so, not so, get okay. derailed so with the, my smelly towels. No, this neck, this positive energy thing is like my goal for my entire YouTube channel, and I'm going to make it for the podcast. But it is so fucking important to get that positive, like this, like I feel like it's almost like not even you know people talk about it in yoga and stuff like that. I think it's not something that's not seen, but it can literally feel like it. You can feel almost like these energy waves coming off of you when you're in a really good place mentally. Yeah, and 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 negatively, I never when I'm in this state of mind. I even told you before getting on this podcast. Yeah, I don't even want to be recording this right now because I don't want people to be exposed to my negative vibes right now. 
Yeah, but a lot of people can relate to your negative vibes. And so sometimes that's, that's what convinced look, me to do this. Yeah, because it is true that not everybody wakes up in this happy, glorious mood every day. And it, some people have this hanging, lingering depression all the time. And I think you sound like you're a little bit depressed. Thank you, Mother. So hmm. I, I, I would like to bring up – so I, I've talked a lot about this with a friend of mine. We would call it peak state. You know, how close are you to peak state? Peak is when you're fucking – you go out and you feel like – you're a gift to the world, and anyone that interacts with you is going to be blessed yeah. just to be in your presence. Like when you do ayahuasca or something. Uh, I, I've never done ayahuasca. Have you done Neither ayahuasca? Have I. Okay. No, but I would imagine you feel a peak state to go on when you're doing ayahuasca. Okay. All right. Okay, so, but anyway, anyway, so peak state. Peak state, your ayahuasca state. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, there are certain things that you can do physically that you're in control of. That can can lead to peak state. You could you can work out. You can get a good night's sleep. You can eat well. The, I think the you can surround yourself with other positive people. I think those are pretty much it. Uh, yeah, and those things really work. But uh, no, I think you you are you're missing the the core of the peak state. Okay. The core is actually your your inner um set its the serenity level. That's what it is. It's an inner serenity oh, level. Oh, that's interesting. And you think it you has are, to be with? Uh, it's about being calm and serene. It's calm and serene about your life and being in a good, comfortable state about your life. Because wow. you, no matter how much you do those other things, like eating and exercising, if you're still not um, in that place where you are serene and you are feeling good about what your life and where you're at and stable, nothing is going to work. Wow! 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 That's very interesting. That's why you can see sometimes. With people, people who are really excited about what they're doing, but they're working nonstop, they still, it seems like they have they, this boundless yeah. energy that I keep doing yeah. it. Like Gary V. Gary V. I think sleeps five hours a night. I mean, that guy never sleeps, but he has got such goals uh, and aspirations. No one in our audience knows who Gary V. is, Mom. Oh, well, they all should listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, who is my like psychological crush. Oh, my God. Psychological? Is there such thing as a psychological crush? It, but, I guess that's when when you're attracted to someone, someone's energy like this. Yes, I'm attracted to his energy, and yeah, and it, it's interesting because I I turned um, one of my uh, friends on to Gary V, and she's like, when I listen to him, I think of you, which was such a huge compliment Aww. to me. But for those of you guys who haven't really been turned on by him yet, um, Cam and I listened nonstop from our trip all the way from California to Chicago. We listened to podcast after podcast by Gary Vee. So, and he's so extremely motivating, especially to, to millennials, about finding your passions. Uh, that's millennials. And you can check it out on the Gary Vee experience on the podcast app if you're interested. Can we get off of, of fucking promoting uh, Gary Vee? Gary he's got enough viewers and subscribers. Speaking of which, we got... Well, let's do a little uh, quick uh, uh, review of campaign. the day. Campaign. We're in a campaign right now. No, to a, get a review, more exposure. Review of the day, mother. Okay. Oh, our review of the day. Yes, this, we have a review. The, we get, we've been getting these wonderful reviews. Thank you guys so much for doing this. It's super. It, it, they're I, helping so much. This is. Uh, I. By the way, I asked a complete stranger the other day at lunch if he could do me a favor and review our podcast, having never listened to it or you know, talk to me before in his life. And he was kind enough to do this. So you really? listening should be able to do this. Yes. If you already are a fan and you want us to keep going, we need some positive reinforcement And the way we get it is by those reviews. And I but know it sounds like we're begging, but not positive reinforcement It's because it, it allows us to be more easily searched and it allows us to then grow our audience, which then allows us to get more money, which then allows us to keep doing this on a more regular basis. 
and basically it, it, iTunes notices us basically when we get more reviews. So that's it. That's the bottom line. You got to go to your iTunes store. And I, and I know it sounds complicated because I'm very mentally, technologically challenged, but you can basically go to the second tab, which says reviews, and you just write a quick review. It's not a big deal. You can even just put five stars and we'd be happy. Also, Don't put four. Also, to, and it, what I said before makes it sound like I'm only doing this for the money, which is not at all the case. You know, if spreading you were, the love. If you were doing it for the money, we would, we would not be able to afford this time. <laughs> anyway, okay, so this review of the week. Those bags would be a lot bigger on your eyes. Okay, thank you, Mother Jesus Christ. The the this review comes from D's two four six eight. This might or this may or may not be D's my mother's boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> it says best show ever! Exclamation! 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 I love this podcast. It is useful information and comedy all rolled into one. I wish I had the special relationship that is so apparent in this podcast between mother and son. I highly recommend it. Look out, Howard Stern! How sweet Woo! is that? That is an awesome review. Did you that make him great. do this? Oh, I okay. That was my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I, obviously it was your boyfriend. We called him D's his... on the show, and he called. Who the fuck else is gonna make his handle name D's? But it was his idea uh, to put that look out Howard Stern. So everything else was written by you. Kind of. What the fuck? <laughs> I texted him. Thank you so much for the nice review, and you wrote it. Well, no, we wrote it together. You he wrote it like, together. Yeah, he's like, well, what, what is it that you'd like to really point out here? And oh I said, well, God. it's mostly the dynamic between Cam and I. And he wrote the rest, but oh, wow. it was slight. It was it was a little bit. Um, it's I a was, little skewed. Oh, so this is why he hasn't responded to that text because he feels a little conflicted by the fact that he didn't fucking author this thing. No, no, he hasn't responded to the text because uh, I kept accusing him of not putting it through properly because I didn't I didn't see the numbers change. Oh <laughs> my God. This is a big ordeal. So for all of you guys listening, if you could see how important this is to us. <laughs> that That is creating feuds between my mother and not, her boyfriend. Well, not feuds, just, you know. Can we, uh, all right. But, can we, go can, ahead. Anyway, please sign on to the iTunes store, search for Sex Talk with My Mom, click on the review tab, and leave a rating and a review. It doesn't even need to use – you don't even need to use English. Is it? So long, you don't even need to write anything. Just as long as you rate it, it's enough. Yeah, really, it's that rating. Just the five star. If you don't do four, if you're gonna do four, don't even do it. Just do five. Okay? <laughs> we don't want the reviews lowered. Okay? okay, so just keep the five stars. Okay, enough of this. Okay, so mother, back back to the peak state. Do, it, do you th- first of all do you think there's anything you can do to enhance your and the likelihood of entering peak state? And secondly. What should you do if you're not near peak state? Like right now, I'm 40% peak state. Should I go out and try to meet a woman right now? I thought you weren't even 40%. The fuck? I thought you were like 30%. You're just assigning my peak state right now? Well, just by the way you were talking earlier, it sounded you were like at at the max 30%. But anyway, okay, so here's the deal. If you inherently are a depressed human being... Like I have friends that like literally wake up and they're just in a bad mood. Most of my most of my friends. Yeah, that that has to. I think there's a as a physiological component. They might need some extra help with some medication and therapy. Okay. So obviously therapy can help you, but I think the the thing you can understand is, for example, in your situation, 
you are trying uh, a new city and you've got a lot of anxiety, obviously, and who wouldn't trying something new, new job, always meeting somebody, always uh, trying some new transportation mode or something. It's, it's just very chaotic. So it's hard for you to be in a calm, serene state when you're under this much. Uh, very far from a calm, serene straight state. Yeah. But if you ever go to any kind of AA meetings or 12-step programs, and then you you have a discussion on what makes you truly happy, it's really serenity. And so okay. you have to be in a serene place in order to get that positive energy released. It just can't get released unless you're serene. Okay. So so your answer to how do you increase your likelihood of, of uh, peak state is to, to, to become serene. Yeah, or to smoke a lot of pot. No, I'm just kidding about that pot. So how do you um, become serene, mother? You know, I think, like I said, I, I don't I don't think you go to expectations on yourself when you're, obviously, if you're in a, mm. some trauma in your life, it's very hard to get to that serenity. Like I, right now I'm going through some non-serene states because of my parents, because my mother is in, you know, was fell down. She was in the hospital. She ended up in rehab. My father's are obviously taking care of her and it's a lot of stress. So it's hard for me to be serene and have that positive energy emanating from me. I, I think sometimes it is a physiological thing where you can do some cardio and get those endorphins going, so that can help. But in general, I mean, that's only going to last for like an hour or so, and you're going to go back to your baseline 30% or wherever you are. I just think it's just something that you have to accept it and acknowledge. So, just accept it. So this is this is very Buddhist of you. Do you know this? Really? Yes. I'm, I, oh, my God. Whenever I say anything remotely Buddhist, I get excited. Yes, yes. The, the, the Buddha... Uh, is quoted as having said that the the that stress is caused by the discrepancy in what you want and what you currently have. Mm. So basically, if I'm striving the whole time to be in this peak state and I'm constantly recognizing that I'm not in this peak state, I'm not going to be very serene. I'm going to be very you know stressed out about this, which is going to prevent me from entering a fucking peak state. But if I, I recognize, more stressed. right? If I recognize, oh, you know what? I'm feeling under the weather. I'm feeling like I haven't slept in a while. That I'm in a new place. That you know, my life is not going entirely as planned. I'm accepting this. This is the current state of affairs. I think that makes then, a lot of sense. Then it can lead to a, you can you can actually find comfort in the discomfort. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. I think that you're not going to be in this maybe euphoria type of state. Yeah. But you'll you'll feel a lot better about yourself and say, okay, I'm really proud of myself for even putting myself in this position. I'm really proud of myself for for surviving. Yeah, it's you hard. Know. It's hard to do that. Even I mean, even just if I'm repeating the same positive mantras over and over again, it's very challenging to really embrace that and feel that. Which then leads me to the second question: of, Do you not go out if you're feeling like a shithole? No, I think going out, you're never going to, you're, you, first of all, you're just going to make yourself more, more depressed if you stay in and look at, look at the four walls. I, I, I think know, it's sometimes, real. Sometimes I, I, I said this weekend I was so fucking exhausted. I got like three hours of sleep and I, I went out and I, I felt like I had deleterious effects on the relationships of the people I was spending time with. Okay. Well, I think the question wasn't really like, should I go out when I'm like, on three hours sleep. That was a different question. But if you had like a normal amount of sleep and you're just kind of like bummed out, you're not in a great mood, I would push yourself to go out. Mm. Oh, so I guess but it depends on the level of, of 
exhaustion. Where, where your, what percent of peak state you're at? So if you're at a twenty percent, maybe don't go out. If you're at a fifty yeah. percent, go push yourself, and because you might get more. And I think this varies by person as well. You know, some people would be energized by at fifty percent by going to talk to other people, but other people are like, you know what? I'm, I'm more of a. I'm gonna be better off if I just stay in and watch a movie or something like that. Yeah, and I also think stay around the positive people because positive brings positive. I had this guy, again, not to tout, to tout the YouTube channel again, but this guy was just so negative. Just everything he said was all women are whores. He kept making these comments, and I'm like, you know what? I want to keep him. I Normally, I'd block him, but I said, I'm going to keep this guy on because all these other guys are going, like, you know, getting on his case. And the truth of the matter is is that he's just – I said, I want to make you my project. I want you to walk up to one person every day and smile at that person and say hello. Look at you. Said, Look, yeah, I just think that you should just try, just try to make yourself a more positive human being. I, see what happens. It it may end up surprising you that you become a happier person. Yeah, I I will say, uh, so I, I've mentioned this before, but I found that I I, I don't know if I even told you. That I, so in 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 clowning, you go on stage, you try to make the audience laugh, and usually the the thing that prevents you from doing that the most is if you're in your head. And basically mm-hmm. trying to think right. of something funny or if you're being self-critical or anything like this. And the and I, I went out to my teacher one day after class and I was like, God damn it. This is – that was a fucking miserable class. I truly bombed. Uh, how do you – I felt – and the reason I was doing that was because I was in my head the whole time. How do I not do that? And he was like, in the th- 30, 40 years I've been doing this, the only tr- way to actually get out of your head – is to invest entirely in the other person or the audience. It's literally Love the only it. way. I got like chills. That is absolutely true. So in in this this helped me the other day. Walking around, I was depressed as fuck. I started a random ass conversation with this girl on the train. She she made me happy as fuck. And I was I made I was, her happy too. Maybe or maybe I brought her down. I was thinking maybe <laughs> I actually we kind of evened each other out. I stole some of her positivity. She stole some <laughs> of my negativity. I 100% believe that what you give out, you get back and double. So if you're giving out negative vibes like I was. No, no. I meant like if you make somebody feel better by just like smiling at them or asking how they are. Hmm. It just it just all of a sudden changes everything. You, and you might have like that person might have had a way worse day than you. And by you saying, hey, how you doing? And uh, talk about the weather or, you know, whatever, the sports mm-hmm. teams or whatever it is. And, and that person says, oh, I had a great conversation with somebody on the train. Maybe maybe that will make their day. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they had nobody to talk to all day. I don't know. It's just I think that it's never going to hurt you to just randomly start talking to people. You I, know, got that, I got that from Dees. He talks to everybody. You know, you know what helps me? that I've been thinking a lot about is getting out of loops, getting out of routine, basically that because, because it kind of shocks you into it, into being like awake and aware of the present moment. I was just listening to a podcast uh, called invisibilia. If you haven't checked it out, phenomenal podcast. It's uh, in, in the episode is all about how this guy used it like a random he created a random generator so he would in all parts of his life so for his playlist he made a random generator that just chose a song from all of spotify's library anytime he listens to music so that he's constantly like refreshed and not that's in a cool loop. then he used this thing on facebook he took you know that facebook uh feature that allows you to see the events that are going on around you yeah he basically yeah. He, he used a random this random app to randomly choose an event going on somewhere in this guy's city that he would go to. 
and he would just go from he's one. He's really to, pushing himself out, go out of the box. He's That's going. Crazy. He's fucking going out of the box. And he said he would. It would lead him to these unbelievable situations he'd never find himself in because if he were to consciously look at all the lists of of events that are going on in his city, he would just go to what he prefers. Right. He wouldn't f- fall outside of the the loop or his routine. This right. random generator allowed him to do so. So. Yeah. It would be funny stuff that would go on. Like, cause I was thinking of like for a while, what I was doing is I was taking Groupons of stuff that I'd never normally do, and I just tried it. Like, I went you to did? like, yeah, I went to like a, a pole dancing class. Well, I probably would normally do that anyway. I mean, all these things I probably would normally do, but they were all Groupons, and I figured I'll just push myself to try all these different classes. So I went to an uh, improv class. Uh, I went to a photography class. What made you do all this? I went. And when was, was this? A, it was a Groupon. Is this, you just got into Groupon? I was into Groupon mode, and I just started like going to these random classes, wow. and, I, and I had a blast. I bet that's a good way to meet people, by the way. T- totally, because they, all these people are interested in the same thing I was interested in. Well, you said you were going to random things, so how do you know well, you were well, I mean, interested in it? Like the photography one, obviously, that I was interested in photography. I wouldn't have taken it unless I was interested, right, interested right. in it. And the same thing, maybe not the pole dancing class, but but definitely the improv class. But I would also say if you're if you're if you've been if it's been years or months even since you found someone that you're remotely interested in, it's likely that you're just not around the people that you you will find interesting. Yeah. Perhaps they're too too much in the same. You know, you're used to all of that shit. Yeah. So going out of your out of your way to actually find an event that's completely different than what you would typically go to will likely introduce you to people that you would not likely meet. Exactly. You know, like I was telling my mom, even who was in this rehab center. That she's a very friendly girl, and uh, you know, <laughs> and I said she's like, you know, I don't want to eat dinner by myself. I'm like, it, it's like when I go to conferences, I push myself to eat dinner with random people by myself, and I always find them fascinating. I end up making really good friends that way. I mean, sometimes it, it, I don't make friends, and it just as you know, a kind of a boring situation. But sometimes I do make uh, really interesting conversations, even if for a few minutes, and sometimes they're long lasting friends. Mm-hmm. So she, she can meet people in this, uh, rehab center that she normally wouldn't have and she'll make friends. Yeah. I love it. It is a good idea to just to push yourself out of that comfort zone. Like if you normally are scared to death to do like a market research program and be the leader of the market research, do push yourself to try it, go to the market research and make yourself the leader. Oh, Interesting. That's another thing that I've done in the past. If there's a possibility Jesus that they need Christ. a leader, I will always take the lead. Or karaoke, I will always force myself to sing karaoke, even even if even if I'm not in the mood or whatever. It's just push yourself to get out of the comfort zone because later on, even though you're like sweating, <laughs> it always ends up that you're in a better place than you were before. I agree. I, so on that note, I would love to hear the audience's response to this. If, if are the, what prevents you from getting into this peak state or or what has led you to this peak state because this is this is the magic this is where if you want to be in a relationship this you gotta you gotta be able to enter that peak state for yourself i think i always do it on that rating scale again you know and if you aren't rating yourself very highly you're not going to pick up an eight nine or ten no way if you're rating yourself a one or two or three, you're in that kind of place. But this is not well, necessarily who the hell is going to want to be with you. This is, usually that rating scale is, is has to do with looks, but this does not necessarily have to do with. No, looks. I'm not doing the looks at all. I'm talking about your inner feelings about yourself, how you're feeling right now, like right now. Right, literally, if right you're thirty percent, yeah. If you're thirty percent right now, Cam, you're probably a three. That makes me or a, three, a four. I guess, yeah. 
Yeah. Who, how are you going to pick up an eight, nine, or ten? That <laughs> beats me. No, I'll. You know what I'll say is that I I feel in a better, a more uplifted mood now that uh, we've talked it out. We have connected oh. with someone. You. Oh. Yeah. oh. I, I feel I, good about this conversation too. You know what? It's I'll like it, it, I'm, it I'm up to six. Think. I'm up to sixty percent. Wow, that was a fast forty fast to uplift. sixty. You were the you one that did. said I was at a thirty or a twenty. <laughs> Oh, that was at the beginning of the conversation when I couldn't get my microphone working and you were very frustrated with me. That's correct. Yeah, I am definitely, I'm having some technological issues in general with my life, but uh, I'm on the uphill. Speaking of technology, please send us your thoughts at sextalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave your thoughts in a rating or review on the iTunes store. We will address them. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And can I just say something? It's okay to make fun of yourself now and then, you know? I make fun of myself all the time, and I just would like to make fun of myself for a minute and tell you that I got a microphone about a year and a half ago, and I took it out of the box, and I immediately dropped it on the floor. And I thought, oh, it's fine. And then I realized after a year and a half later that it actually has never worked properly. Are you not concerned the people that you just returned the microphone to that replaced it uh, and fixed it for free? They, they are, fixed it. Are going to be a concern that you just said you dropped it and that's the reason it didn't work? No, I'm going to give a plug to Rode for being so nice. They they have a 10-year warranty and they fixed it for, for nothing and they sent it back to me for nothing and it's working like a charm right now. So I just want to say that sometimes, you know, some things happen for strange reasons and it's okay to make fun of yourself now and then. I think I might oh. cut this part from the interview or from Why? this discussion. Maybe you're scared that Road is going to come after us? No, I think this is a random tangent that was not at all related to anything we've talked about. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the energy and the trees. Bye. Bye.